This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Business Services Studios. You're listening to KTXX FM and HD1 BK. KTAE AM Elgin. K270CO Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Welcome to Wednesday Night Flex, a weekly look at high school sports in the ATX. Go to flxatx.com and follow at FlexATX on social media. And now, here's Zach Lucero, Cameron Parker, and the Flex family. Wednesday Night Flex on the Horn. Flex. ATX, you heard the intro, Zach Lucero, Cameron Parker, and the Flex family. We got a Flex full house. We got splitters to get more headsets. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun one. Zach Lucero, I'm your host. Behind the glass, Mr. Cameron Parker. What's up, Cameron? What's up, Zach? Sitting next to me, as always, the baby goat, Mr. Nolan Hogan. What up, what up? And then across from us, we're doing something special this week. We got the double whammy. We got two of the biggest names. If you're a fan of basketball, you definitely heard of this name. If you're a fan of football, you definitely heard of this name. If you lived in this Westlake area, you know the name. If you cover uh, private school football, you know the name. We got Josiah Mosley. What's up, what's up? Star of the Stony Point basketball team. Epic, epic run this playoff season we'll talk about. And then sitting next to him, we got the GOAT, Carson Kruver. What's up, Carson? First of all, a lot of goats being just thrown around. It's I like mean, saying he's different. I just saw I just saw Josiah like lift his chair as high as it could go because his legs are too long. So that's like <laughs> that's something Large I didn't even think about. Meat. I didn't even I didn't think about. Uh, but Cameron, how's uh, how's your week been? It's been fun, man. Baseball's wrapping up this season. Twenty five six a round rock clinched a fourteen zero perfect season last night, and then twenty six six a is wrapping up this week. Lake Travis Bowie. Judah Johnson, Westlake still trying to fight, you know, for the playoff positioning. So I'm excited for the next few weeks, Zach. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of your first real like deep dive into high school baseball. Um, I mean, I mean, you've, you've kind of called a little bit of everything. You called football, you called soccer, and this is really your first. Um, I, I feel like your first kind of like I said, deep, deep dive into baseball. What has it been like for you? I mean, you're covering one of the most competitive districts in the state of Texas, I think. Yeah, it's it reminds me of when I I covered LBJ Austin football two years ago and that run all the way to the state title game where they fell to Stephenville. I mean, Round Rock's program it's 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 top notch. It's like the West Lakes of football, right? Every year they're going to have a few guys that are going to be looked at Division One. They got a pitcher this year is probably going to be drafted in the first round. But the booster club's been fun. Great people. The fans have been great, and it's fun to cover a team that that plays great baseball. You know. It's not often you see a team like Round Rock every season, especially in high school level, because these kids, they play like D1 and D2 athletes, which is you don't see that a lot in high school sports on any level. Yeah, and that was the that was the biggest difference, um, I mean, that I've seen in, in high school baseball, especially now how it's progressed, is like you'll, you'll, you'll go to the state championship games at the Dill Diamond and you'll see a 3A school where it just has they just have one dude that hits a bomb every time or one dude that throws the complete game and, and he's just a difference maker. Yep. And once you get into that 6A level, especially now here in 2023, you have Division One staffs. You have Division One guys across the batting order. You have a D1 starter, a D1 Game 2 starter, a D1 Game 3 starter, a D1 closer. And I, and I think that's what sets not only this area apart, but, I mean, just big-time high school baseball. But, Cameron, you mentioned LBJ. Something that I don't think we got to last show. I mean, we, we, we missed a week last week with Texas baseball. Uh, but LBJ finally announced their new uh, head football coach and athletic coordinator, uh, Joseph Rawls, the guy that you kind of ha- had penciled in as who you thought would probably end up being that guy. Um, he's a guy that's replacing Coach Jamal Finner, um, a guy that was Jamal Finner's pick to have that job. Uh, has spent the last four years as assistant head coach and defensive coordinator for LBJ, um, and these have have been arguably four of their most successful seasons ever. Uh, started as a graduate assistant at Sam Houston, stops at Baylor, Waco, uh, Waco University High School, and then at Travis High School, 
And then uh, his playing career played the running back and linebacker at La Vega and then at Sam Houston State. Uh, Cameron, what was it about um, Coach Rawls that, 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 in your opinion, you thought he would be the guy that won that job? Yeah, I think it was very important for um, LBJ Austin to keep someone retained who was on the staff before and have them take over as a head coach. I think it made a lot of sense for not just everyone there, but also the players and the community there. And Coach Rawls, he's going to make a great head coach, and Coach Fender is going to be a great addition to UT and Steve Sarkeesian's recruiting staff. So excited for Coach Rawls. That program's in really great shape. It's probably the best it's been in quite some time, thanks to what Coach Fender's done in that program. Now Coach Rawls can take over, and they got some dogs in that team coming up this next season, so it'll be a fun fight. Yeah, one dog they're not going to have, though. I found this out uh, the other day. Christian Watson, uh, the standout corner, uh, transferred, moved back to San Antonio, where he's originally from, so that'll be a big hit on that defense. But um, taking over with a defensive-minded head coach, I think he'll be just fine. Uh, a couple other cool stories I found. Um, St. Stephen's received a $17 million gift from the Stillwater Foundation, and they're going to—it's the largest uh, monetary gift that the school's ever ever received. Uh, and that's going to be used to build a natatorium by fall 2025. They're going to host water polo and then both long and short course meets. Uh, it'll be the only school in the Southwest Prep Conference that'll have a facility like that. So coming from a school, I went to UIW where we had a natatorium and, and, and synchronized swimming and, and the, the aquatics was really uh, was really good over there. So that'll be really cool. If they can get the students engaged and, and going and stuff like that, that's a really, really fun environment. Uh, and then one more note before we get to some more basketball talk. Uh, like Travis head coach, uh, Clint Beatty, uh, officially announces that, that, that he's hanging him up. He's hanging up the whistle. Uh, started as a freshman coach for Lake Travis in 2008. Took over the varsity side of things in 2011. Uh, and it's really good timing, I think, because uh, Brett Beatty just got called back up to the bigs uh, mm-hmm. playing, for the, playing for the Mets. So uh, we're losing a big-time name in, in, in 512 basketball in, in, in Coach Beatty. Um, but I'm sure, uh, as, as Josiah knows, that I'm, I'm sure Lake Travis won't, won't miss a beat and they'll find someone really good for the job, Cameron. I think so too, right? I mean, that's the job that I think everybody <laughs> is going to want to look at and take a interview at or text someone and say, hey, what's going on with this position? It's one of those jobs that I think they won't have any issue finding someone. And then you mentioned uh, baseball heating up and play, uh, softball playoffs starting this week. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of these matchups, just letting you know who's playing who. In the 6A things, Round Rock will play Del Valley. Cedar Ridge will play Bowie. Dripping Springs and Johnson are going to play a, uh, a little bit of a play-in game, kind of decide the seeding of things. And so how that game plays out will decide who plays Vista Ridge and who plays Stony Point. On the 5A side, Georgetown will play Eastside Early College. Leander will play New Braunfels Canyon. Liberty Hill will play San Antonio Veterans Memorial. Uh, Glenn will play Smithson Valley. Crockett will play kind of the same situation as Dripping Springs and Johnson in Pflugerville or Elgin. Uh, and then McCallum will play the other. Lasso will play Eastview, and Hayes will play Seguin. Uh, Cameron, Round Rock softball, you see any of those Any of those girls walking around? I have not, unfortunately. I've been focused on baseball. And, you know, we talk about a lot of all the D1 talent that we have here and, and on the baseball side of things. We do have big-time Division One talent on the softball ranks as well. I think that's something covering high school sports we're, we're learning more and more about, that it's not just the, the Carson Krugers going to Florida Atlantic. It, it's the, the, the girls' soccer player going to Notre Dame. It's the softball player going to this school, the baseball player getting drafted, the swimmer going here. So uh, I, I think we're in a very talent-rich uh, area here in Austin. Yeah, we're definitely also in a, a new era of athletes, right? Everyone has the ability now or, or has access to stuff that they probably didn't have access to maybe even 20, 30 years ago. And it feels like, I mean – Josiah and Carson could probably attest to this. I mean, how many how many athletes do you guys have, do you think, at your school that can play any sport you want? I mean, it's probably more than just a few, whereas maybe 50 years ago, you probably had the one or two guys, right? But it feels like now, I mean, just watching, even just, I've done so many point football and basketball games. I did so many point games. I mean, you guys have like five, 10, 15 guys that can play D1, and that's just one high school, and we're in a, a pretty big Centex area and a big state and a big country. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect way to, to bring in the, uh, the, the, the players that, we're, that I have in the studio. Um, start with you, Josiah. We talked about Braylon James. I yeah. mean, that's a guy that I, I feel like he, if he wanted to go D1 and track, he probably could have done that. If he wanted to, to lace him up and play basketball full-time, yeah. he could do that. Um, as Cameron mentioned, like, it, it seems like 5-1-2 used to be like fifth on the list when you're talking about recruiting Texas. You could stop in Dallas, you stop in, in Houston, you stop in San Antonio, but now – I mean, you have guys like yourself. You have guys like Braylon. Um, have you been able to tell, like, as as your high school career and as your basketball career has progressed, just how much talent is in this area? Um, 
yeah, you can like you can definitely see how much talent is in the area, especially when you're like one of the big names. Like you'll walk around, even at your school, you'll walk around and be like, "Why isn't this kid playing like a certain sport?" Seeing like, like how good they are, how good they would be. Um, like Braylon, I think he played he played basketball when he was in middle school. I think he played his freshman year of high school too. Um, I think he just went to focus on football, but I think he would have definitely been able to go D one. We also have another another player, Cam Cook. Yep. He nasty. Yeah, he also played basketball too. Um, he was like a freak, a freak athlete. Like, like you can just yeah, you can just tell. Like he would just he just go up, walk up to the rim and just dunk it. Like he could he could have played basketball one D one too if he wanted to. And then and then to you, Carson, I I think that's a really cool kind of. Um, juxtaposition of what we're talking about in the public school ranks because that's what everyone talks about here in Texas is like the public schools, the West Lakes, the, right. the DeSotos and things like that. Yeah. On your side of things, it's not every single game that you're playing Division One caliber guys, but you still do see them. What is that like in preparation for the week that you're like, okay, we're playing – we're, we're playing Regents. They have a Division One quarterback. Let's like really walk, really lock in. Do you know about all of these guys ahead of time, and what is that preparation like? Knowing when you're when you're going against one of those big name guys. Yeah, I mean, I just I just try to treat every opponent the same, you know, no matter like like what the talent level is. Um, but there's there's been some some big D one guys that I've played against. Um, obviously, private school is a lot different from like public school. Um, but yeah, there's been some some talent. And then you you, you were at Westlake. You you started at Westlake, yes, right? Um, and everyone knows kind of the, the the machine that Westlake is. And you go to over at St. Michael's. Um, what what is something that surprised you when you walked in the door at St. Michael's when you started to get to the hang of the coaching and then the practices? What's something that surprised you about St. Michael's? Maybe that you didn't know was going to be uh, th- that good or to that level at a, at a private school. Um, I think like the the culture was great. You know, like we we all have great relationships. Um, I had great relationships with my coaches, my teammates. Um, even though you know the weight room was a little smaller, but um, it was just it was a, it was a great time with all those guys. All right, so I think we're gonna. I, I think the best bet here is to just take a deep dive into into one of y'all at a time, and and I think we'll we'll start with you, Carson. Um, your 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 high school career, like we said, starting at Westlake, ending up at St. Michael's. Um, having the year that you guys ha- have had and, and have been anticipating to have, and then ultimately your injury. If you could kind of summarize your, your high school experience, I mean, ultimately you reached the goal that you wanted to and, and signed a Division One uh, letter of intent and going to be playing at Florida Atlantic. But if you could kind of summarize your, your high school experience, what, how, how would you remember your time at St. Michael's? Yeah, so it was definitely a tough senior season. Um, lost my two best receivers in our first game. Um, and our head coach had to step away for personal reasons. Um, so that was tough on all of us, um, but I'm proud of our guys for fighting through the adversity. Um, and we played hard the rest of the season, and I I just tried to keep my head down and just kept grinding the whole season. And Coach Sherman, he took over the FAU job not too long ago. So what what was that recruitment like? Um, were you in touch with the previous staff before, or did Coach Sherman come in pretty quickly and you made up your mind pretty quickly? Um, so actually, Coach Sherman had been recruiting me a little bit at Texas. I went to a couple visits. Um and then he got the job in December and then gave me a call. Um, and I was committed to Drake, so once he gave me the call, like I was just stoked for the opportunity. Um, and I just I had to flip my commitment. Did Emerson, you probably knew Ben Ballard pretty well, or at least at least a few visits with him? Uh, yeah, this, this spring I've gotten to know him a little bit. Yeah. Visited, um, but I'm excited to learn from him and his experience at Texas. And then, I mean, you've been to Florida Atlantic. I mean, we've been trying to get you on the show, and you've been like, oh, I'm in Florida this week. I'm in Florida next <laughs> yeah. week. I'm in Florida for the week after that. Yes, um, what is it about this this program and, and, and that campus that, that's making you want to go hang out there? And, and, and I know you're, you're heading that way here pretty soon after you graduate high school, too. What is it about Florida Atlantic and, and, and that place that really sold you? I think just Coach Sherman is a great coach. Like, you can just tell that he's a great offensive mind. Um, Coach Fry is going to be the offensive coordinator. He was with the Dolphins a couple years ago. Um, And I'm just excited to be a part of the culture that he's building. Um, It's a couple miles from the beach, which is pretty nice. Um, But, yeah, I am just can't wait. So when I was in high school, my senior year, Samaje Pirine was a freshman, and he tore his knee, um, like, in in the playoffs, like, pretty late in the playoffs. And that whole offseason, all he trained was arms, and he was like, that's how he became the – 
giant scary monster that he is now. What is something that you've really, really been able to kind of hone in on in terms of your game or your game or your training? Um, dealing with this injury, something else that you've been able to focus focus on. Maybe it's the mental side of things. Maybe it's more technique. What is something that you've really been able to focus on? Yeah, that's like for me, like I've just been lifting upper body like a ton because um, I haven't been able to do much with my legs. Um, but still just trying to get better each day, um, take it one day at a time, um, get my arms stronger, try to gain weight. Um, yeah, it's been a tough, long process and I still got a lot of a long way to go, but just gonna take it one day at a time. And then um, getting going to play at that. I mean, we talked about the, the private school how you're not facing those those like big time guys day in and day out. Um, but coming from from Westlake, you know a lot of those guys playing against some of the big, the bigger private schools. You have you have the experience with those kind of guys. How excited are you to go play at a FBS, a big time level, playing a big time stadium for a big time coach and, and put on those uniforms? But not not only just the experience of it, but just the challenge of playing those 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 type of guys day in and day out. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I know it's going to be a, a really tough challenge. Um, just the speed of the game is just going to be so much faster. Um, but I'm I'm ready for the challenge and I'm can't wait. And since we have Josiah here, can you can you talk a little bit about the recruiting process for you? What that was like in terms of getting your name out there to these coaches and, and going to camps and, and, and building these relationships? Because I mean, you're in a situation that that Josiah is going to be in pretty pretty soon, where he's having to decide on a, on a school and 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 leaving home and and pledging four years of your life to a program. So, can you talk a little bit about your your recruiting journey? Yeah, I'm, it wasn't it wasn't the the best recruiting journey. Like it. I just went to tons of camps and I wasn't getting offers and I was getting a little frustrated. Um, I just never stopped believing. Um, just kept taking it one day at a time. And um, yeah, I just, I hoped it was going to work out for me and I, I think it did. So. And, and I feel like the, the, the camp scene now, especially in, in, in football and I guess basketball too, has just become this thing where it's like, it almost doesn't even matter what you're doing in high school as long as you're going to the camps and, 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 and meeting the coaches and, and jumping super high and running super fast at the combines, but how it, and, but how important really it are those camps in, in the terms of the coaches that you're meeting and, and putting a face to a name and stuff like that. How important were those camps uh, for you? I think it was just important for the coaches to see just my size and um, my throwing ability. Um, but again, I think they just look at your film mostly. Like that's 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 more important than like what you do at a camp. So, so you're still like you're building the relationships at the camp, but you're right. still sending in the film and and, and exactly. stuff like that on on, on top of it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for anyone that's a fan of Florida Atlantic that happens to be living in Austin, Texas, <laughs> and is listening right now, what would you say they're they're getting in in Carson Kruber? What what type of player would you say that you are, and what do you think that you could bring to a to a big time uh, um, school like that? I think I'm just a hard worker. I'm humble. I'm nice and like I just love football. Like I've been playing quarterback since I was six years old. Um, so football is what I love and I just can't wait for the opportunity. When you say you're nice, you mean like you're nice like a, oh. a quarterback <laughs> or he's like a nice, both, a nice guy? Both. Or both? <laughs> both, yeah. Um, and then seeing some of these other quarterbacks that have come through the area. I mean, it started with Baker Mayfield. Um, that was probably the first one that like we really kind of resonated with. I mean, we could say like Drew Brees, but like I don't even know how old I was when Drew Brees played at Westlake. Um, but like Baker Mayfield, and then and then like what Austin Novosad did this year, what Cade Klubnik is doing at Clemson. Um, how inspiring is that to you, a guy that grew up here in Austin and is seeing that like it can be done? It, it, you can be the talk of the town at the quarterback position nationally here in Austin. Yeah, it, it's cool to see because I like look up to those guys. I've you know hung out with those guys. Um, was backing up Cade for a couple of years. Um, got to learn from him, like what he's like. Like um, he's a great leader. Um, hung out with Austin a couple of times. So yeah, it's it's cool to see that Austin area guys like are um, getting to play at big schools. You guys have any like quarterback workouts? You know, there's like Austin. Even even Brighton was a great quarterback. Uh, Will Hammond. Any any like secret quarterback workouts you guys have throughout the um, summer? I've had. Um, some workouts with Coach Stanfield, um, who also trains Will Hammond. Okay. Um, and then I used to do workouts with Austin, like I think middle school. Um, so yeah. A couple more questions for you, and then we'll hit a break. Um, you mentioned Will Hammond. Do you think he's like the next one oh, to sure. come through Austin? How how 
for quarterback to quarterback, how how good is is Will Hammond? He's great. I mean, his he's got elite ability. Um, I've seen his film. Like he's just throwing dimes, like deep balls. Um, he's got so much potential, and I've seen like clips of him lifting. Like he's he's a beast in the weight room. He's so. squat. He's squatting with the big guy group. Uh, from what I've seen on Compton's Twitter, he's mm. squatting with the linemen. Yeah, Carson would be squatting with the linemen, but he's injured. So. <laughs> but he's injured. Yeah, he can't, no, he right can't now, squat. Yeah. Um, and then. What can you say uh, just really quick about St. Michael's? Uh, what have you seen in, in terms of how that program has progressed, how the culture has progressed um, since you've been there? Um, so we, we did lose our head coach, so that's like been tough. We were getting a new coach. Um, but we just had a great group of guys who loved each other and played hard for each other. And, um, and yeah, it, it's been a great experience. Uh, and then finally, some of the younger guys that that are coming back next year for St. Michael's, um, can you shout out any of those guys? Any of those guys that that you think are going to be some big time playmakers? And then, what's your kind of forecast for for St. Michael's next year? Uh, shout out Utah Anderson, Miller Bonsack. Um, those are a couple of my guys. Um, but yeah, we'll see how the team does next year. I mean, new head coach, so it's going to be a rebuilding process. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where the program goes. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you paved the way. And then my last, last one. There was a play that you had this year that I, I during the break, we're gonna find it and show it to Josiah and Corey, um, where you're running. Yeah, you're rolling out and you get face masked, like 180 degrees. Yep. Like first, and you take your helmet off <laughs> yeah. and then throw a touchdown. First off, did that count? It did not count, but he caught it. Like you didn't see, like uh, you couldn't see, like that he caught it, uh, but he did catch. It. He was just out of bounds. Oh, so it wasn't because you took your helmet off. <laughs> well, they did have to call. I think they threw a flag. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I was thinking in the moment. Like it was awesome. It was so <laughs> yeah. cool. Was that like one of your most like viral plays? Yeah, yeah. I got like two point seven million on TikTok. So jeez, that's that's a uh, KB Corey numbers. So there. it was like jacked up onto your nose or what? Yeah, like his face mask was like behind him yeah. almost. I couldn't see, so I just took it off. I mean, off. I think at that point, it shouldn't be a flag to take your helmet off. If you <laughs> yeah. can't see and it's impeding your vision, like, take it off. You're all right. I mean, I was throwing it at the same time, so, yeah. like, it wasn't it was like, still on. While... And you weren't trying to hit anybody either. Like, Yeah, no. You so. were just getting out of there and trying to see. You're trying to hit the receiver, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we learned lots about Carson Kruver. We will continue to learn about Carson Kruver, but when we come back, Let's get into Josiah Mosley a little bit. I know his parents are listening in, so uh, this will be super fun. More Josiah Mosley when we come back. It's a flex. The Horn and Pluckers present with the first pick. Draft night, Thursday, April 27th. We'll be at seven different Pluckers locations. Round Rock, Lake Line, 183, Oak Hill, Campus, and South Lamar. Come sign up to make a pick. The Dallas Cowboys select. Or maybe this one. The Houston Texans select. Get it right and the whole place gets a special until the next pick is made. Go to hornfm.com to find out which Horn personalities will be where. The NFL Draft Party. With Pluckers and the Horn. Diamonds Direct's biggest sale all year is going on now. With an extra 20% savings, an expanded selection, in-store designer appearances, and special financing. Imagine 20% off Diamonds Direct's already value prices. On rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and thousands of engagement ring mounting. Meet the designers who've flown in with all new collections for spring. It's the most exciting event all year with extreme savings and exceptional value. Don't miss this once-a-year jewelry extravaganza. The details showroom hours directions and more at diamondsdirect.com. Are you suffering from hair loss, bald spots, receding hairlines? There's a new solution for men and women that uses regenerative medicine to stimulate hair follicles and give you thicker, fuller hair with no surgery. This remarkable treatment is now available here from the regenerative specialists at QC Kinetics. That's right. The same protocols that help relieve joint pain can be used to give new life to dormant hair follicles. QC Kinetics medical professionals can use growth factors from your own body, concentrated and applied to your scalp, restoring hair follicles, preventing further loss and increasing hair growth imagine thicker fuller hair with no expensive surgery and no downtime so if you're losing your hair due to aging pattern baldness or a medical condition call now to learn more about exciting natural biologic treatments regenerative medicine that can stimulate those dormant hair follicles get your hair growing naturally again call qc kinetics now for a free consultation call qc kinetics 512-593-4303 that's 512-593-4303 
512-593-4303. This is Chad and Dr. Slaughter from Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Dr. Slaughter, you called me a mouth breather the day you met me. Talk to me about mouth breathing. Is it normal? It is definitely not normal. It's all the rage right now, even for people to try to tape their mouth to force themselves into nasal breathing. Look, nasal breathing humidifies and filters and warms the air, and that's the right way to go. But if you're mouth breathing, there's a reason, and we should evaluate the nasal airway and get that corrected rather than literally putting a Band-Aid on the problem. So you're saying a CPAP machine by the bed is all right. Tape by the bed to tape your mouth shut, probably not a good idea. Yeah, just save the uh, taping for your boxes. All right, get it taken care of, whether you're a mouth breather or not. Call and set it up today, 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Don't tape your mouth shut. Take yourself to Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or go to sinussnoringent.com. Sinus and Snoring Specialists, feel clear, rested, and healthy. Flex, ATX. Before we get to our guests, we got to introduce another member of the Flex fam in the stew. It's about time. Fast and be late. Yeah. KV Corey. I'm invited to the cookout. You're invited to the cookout. Uh, Are we? Uh, Is no one invited to the cookout? Oh, yeah, of course. We're yeah, invited to the cookout. He's playing Drake right now. <laughs> Definitely invited to the cookout. Let's go, Cam. like that. Just the instrumental, though, because no DMCA, you know. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> uh, speaking of Drake, are you going to try to get tickets? I already got them. H-Town. Oh, crazy story. Oh, I, was about to say. I got it in Houston, but he changed the date. So yeah, now he, I like, pushed it back exactly. to Austin. And I had to put PTO in. And so now I got to ask my boss, hey, I got another date to PTO because Drake pushed the date back. So You can just use the recording from these interviews and send that in for your segment, I guess. <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah. I hope I don't have to work. I need to see Drake. Need to. Got the tickets already. Speaking of must-see... Josiah Mosley. Mm-hmm. The Stony times. Point Tigers were must-see TV. Um, maybe, depending on what side of town you were, maybe the must-see TV was Buda Johnson. But up north, it was all Stony Point Tigers, and a big part of that was Josiah Mosley. Uh, Josiah, first off, thanks for pulling up. It's Before about time. You know, we've been trying to do this for, like, <laughs> even longer than we were trying to get yeah. Carson Cooper, and that's a long time. So uh, th- thank you to your parents for bringing you. Uh, but first off, um, we kind of talked about it just in your media experience, but yeah. um, what a ride this, this season was. Yeah. What, what was that like? Um, it was a historic season for Stony Point. Um, like, we've never done anything like this, even just, like, changing the culture, culture. Like, I think it all started in the beginning of the school year, the preseason. Like, um, well, first of all, you know, we have, like, a new head coach. Yep. We had Coach Thompson, like, we we wouldn't be this far without him. Like he pushes us, he pushes us so hard. Um, like he plays a big, like a huge role in our um, our like how good we were. But changing uh, changing the culture. Um, we started going through uh, to elementary schools in the morning. Oh wow! And we used to, like as like community and like because he always, he always tells us it's bigger than basketball, and we didn't we've never really done anything like that. So I think him doing that shows us like. Well, first of all, it like it kind of helped us with because it, it it would help those elementary schools like root for us, like know like we're trying to do something, kind of building that fan base, yeah. and building that hype a little bit. Yeah, we're trying to like change everything, um, like that's going on in Stony Point. So that's that was like the first thing. Um, the second thing was like we did a bunch of a uh, a bunch of drives. Uh, we I don't know if you guys know where Mas Fajitas is. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a restaurant. Um, we did like this one drive where we sell tickets. And then we'll, like, one day we'll go help serve breakfast, too. And then that was actually really fun. Like, that was my first time doing anything like that. Like, we'll just – we would just go serve breakfast. Like, our parents would be there. Some uh, some customers would be there. We'll go serve breakfast with them. And so, again, just kind of getting that community hype a little bit and kind of letting people know, like, hey, this is – we're the Stony Point basketball team. Yeah. Um, that was, like – that was everybody's first year doing that. So, it was, like – it was, a like, a really fun process. It was a really big year for us. And then, in in terms of the the guys on the team, what do you remember? Like a point in, in off season workouts, or maybe one of those like early tournaments, or maybe a game in district play. When was it that you were like, okay, like we got, as Carson would say, we're kind of nice. Like we got some, um, we got some guys. Definitely off season workouts because the scrimmages, like the scrimmages, they would get heated. 
I was actually injured all season a lot. I think uh, I sprained my hip, so I was out for like three three weeks to a month maybe. So I would just watch them, and I like I would see like how competitive they are, like how like how much talent we have. Um, like I know you guys know Uzi. Mm-hmm. You might know Uzi Tiki. Um, we had a couple kids. We had a couple kids that like no one really paid attention to, but like we we were actually like like we were kind of stacked if you were if you were to ask me like I wasn't like really the only person we had like some some people may think Tiki you know, got buckets yeah he's Tiki a bucket tough. getter and his eye is a great floor general yeah. he, he's fun to watch yeah he can score when he wants to too he's just I don't know he just likes to pass likes to make flashy plays and stuff and, and I think it's interesting that that you bring up like some of those other guys because I, I remember Carson I remember trying to get you on the radio show during the season like while you're on the bus and you're like hey I can't do it but you should you should have this guy this guy or this guy my receivers mm-hmm. here's their number for 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 you Josiah I mean you you're you're kind of the name that everybody knows yeah. you're you're the guy in the Adidas circuit you're the guy that that everyone kind of sees going division 1 but how important is it for you to shine that light on your new head coach shine the light on on, on your brothers shine the light yeah. on, on on some of your teammates how important was that for you especially this year um it was really important because my coach he doesn't only like play a big part of me in school like the man I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for him. Like, he texts me outside of school, am I doing okay, do I need anything? Like, he sends me film and say, watch this, like, you need to work on this and stuff. Um, so he helps me a lot. Like, he's been a, he played a big part through my, my whole process. And uh, with my brother, like, my brother used to cuss me out in practice sometimes too, because sometimes I'll just be going through the motions. I like, I don't really wanna do this, like, I'm tired. Or something like he tells, like he cuts me out, get on me, and it'll actually like kind of make me play better. I think with him being on the same team as me, I definitely like uh, higher my standards. Like I play a lot better. How much uh, fun was it to had that playoff run? You mentioned it was a historic year for Sony Point, and for you two to have that part of your junior season, but for your brother to have it part of his senior season. How fun was it for you two to do that together? Um, it was really fun. Um, like to play on a to play on a team with my brother and like my closest friends, you know, that's that's always really fun to do. I wouldn't even say, like, playing the games wasn't even, like, the most fun parts. It was just, like, being at the hotels together, going to dinner together with them. It was, like, those times that, like, make the season really memorable. And then we, we mentioned uh, we mentioned Braylon James and you mentioned Cameron Cook. Yeah. It really kind of th- seems like things are shifting over at Stony Point. Yeah. I mean, for a while it was it was Cedar Ridge. It has been Cedar Ridge that's kind of been like the it school over in, in Round Rock ISD. Yeah. And Round Rock High School, everybody knows what they've done. Yeah. Um, but what is it like being a student athlete at, at, at Stony Point with, with a guy like Braylon James, a guy like Cameron Cook, the success of the football team, um, yeah. Caden Harris? Uh, what is it like just being a student and an athlete over at Stony Point? Um, I mean, like, he's, like, there's a lot of big names at Stony Point this year. Um, a lot of, like, really good teams. I think almost all of our teams made playoffs this year, except for, like, I think only, like, two teams, two of our teams didn't make playoffs. And I think it all started with, with basketball because we were kind of, like, the first. I don't want to be, like, cocky or anything, but we were kind of, like, the first to, like, ever do this. And I think we set, like, a standard, and everybody see, like, how good we are, so like it kind of pushed them to be just as good, if not even better. Like um, our soccer team, they had like a mm-hmm. a really good run. I think they went to regionals too. Um, I think that was like the farthest they've ever went. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, just like uh, basketball, doing that, we're like the first or second sport of the year. And them seeing how far we got, it kind of pushed them. Stony Point basketball, Josiah Mosley, Nolan. Uh, so if you listen to Ball on Live with Rod Babers and Mike Harge. Rod always preaches the historically great teams in football. He played at Texas as a yeah. DB. And so he said historically great teams have have uh, a tendency of where the practices become harder than most games. Yeah. Is, is that where it kind of got for y'all? Yeah, practices were definitely harder than games. Um, just our coach wanted, to be, wanted everything to be perfect. Like he wanted us to not make mistakes in practice so we don't make mistakes in the game. Like, he he actually told us that practices are supposed to be harder than games because practices is where you learn everything, you make mistakes, um, you mess up, and games is where like you're not, you're supposed to you're supposed to know everything. You're not supposed to like make any mistakes because that's where you go through in practice. You just get reps after reps after reps. You get so many reps to like you can you can kind of like read everything. You kind of know everything like the back of your hand. So I think practices were definitely like no doubt harder than my games. 
Yeah, I've been to one of those Coach Thompson practices. <laughs> Man, he be working them, dog. But you see the results, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just wanted to ask you personally, you talk about what Coach Thompson did off the court, you know, in the community. But for you personally, uh, how has he helped develop you in which ways? Um, I mean, he's helped me a lot. Like, I don't think I've ever been this close to, like, in a relationship to, like, one of my coaches ever. And I think that has helped me a lot. Like he he's helped me get my name out. Um uh we one thing we do, uh me and some other teammates, some of the like most of the team goes, like every Saturday we will go to his um he has a son and he plays basketball at Stony Point. His son is like I think six, five or six years old. Like we'll go to Stony Point and cheer his son on. I think that like me doing that seeing Seeing how much like we care for his uh his son like and him, I think us doing that it kind of helped him see like, like like we have his back just like he has ours like everything he's done for us, it's not going to waste like we want to have this relationship with him. I know some people may seem like like he may seem like not the most approachable person, but he's probably the nicest person that I've met. I would say. Did it take some time getting used to his coaching style? Um, I I wouldn't. It didn't. It didn't really, cause uh, my dad used to be my coach for AAU, and uh, he used to be on me a lot too. It was just kind of like it was kind of like that. Just like um, I think Coach Thompson just screams screams a lot more. <laughs> yeah. He does a he does a lot more stuff that you don't really see, uh, like coaches do. So it was it was kind of like I mean it was funny, but like you see like how much passion he has and how like how good he wants us to be and stuff. So yeah, the yeah. first time I saw. A Sony Point game. I mentioned it to you earlier, and before the show, Josiah was the, the playoff game against the Blow Steel. In the first two minutes, you could hear Coach Thompson just echoing through yeah. the gym, just laying into you guys yeah. for basically the first, you know, the forty minutes of it. And you don't see that style of coaching that much yeah. anymore throughout the league. Maybe it's because more coaches are afraid. Like the NBA is is full on player empowerment, so you don't see coaches with that style, the yeah. Bob Knights, that much anymore. Do you see that at all else besides Coach Thompson, or is it just really Coach Thompson's just in his own lane right now? Yeah, I don't really see I don't really see that type of coaching anywhere else. I mean, it, I think that coaching just really shows you how much love he has for his players and how much love he love he has for the game. Because like, um, he's always he's always going to be the loudest person in the gym. Like, no matter like how annoying it gets, he's always going to be the loudest person. And I think. He helped me a lot because he even he told me he's always going to be the hardest on me because he knows how much potential I have. He knows what I can do. He knows how good I can be. So I think that helped me a lot too. Stony Point basketball, Josiah Mosley. Josiah, I, I think um, we, we, we talked to Carson about kind of putting the 512 on the map in terms yeah. of recruiting and in terms of like being a hotbed. Um, but for basketball, like not only is it recruiting that you're trying to hold, like put on for the 512, it's like – getting people to come to the games and support yeah. and have like a basketball culture. And I think a big step for that was you guys' game uh, against Buda Johnson. Yeah. As a player, being in that environment um, against a school, against a team that you've heard, uh, that probably all you heard about all season long was, yeah. okay, well, Stony Point, well, what, would I, what about Buda Johnson? Yeah. Every time they'd say Stony Point, they'd say, well, Buda Johnson. What was that game like in that environment like for you? Um, it was a really big game because you, I think Buda Johnson had like only two – Two losses, mm -hmm. I think, and everyone was hyping the game up. So you know it was going to be like a a really big game. Um, they also had like almost all of their games. Their their stands, their student section was packed. So that's why that's why I was really excited to play the games. I I love when we play like um like student sections student sections that are big. Like they always have these chants going. They always have like a bunch of like stuff in the crowd going. Um, so I think I think that made me like mentally prepare for the game. It made me like going to like realize this game was going to be like really fun. It's not going to be like any other game. So, yeah, I was at that game. Oh my yeah. goodness, my ears were ringing <laughs> yeah, the whole it was, time. It was crazy. And the chants were cra like student section and basketball. The chants. I'm like, should you be saying that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And so, first question for me: Do y'all hear that stuff on the court, or do you block everything out? Um, I hear some of it. Like my my teammates would tell me like uh, if I heard something, and I'll say I didn't even I didn't like really hear them say that, but I heard some of it. Um. But most of the time, I think it's it's kind of like blocked out, even without trying. So, what's the wildest thing you've heard? Like, come out you of can the say on the radio. They can say on the radio, <laughs> obviously. obviously. Uh, <laughs> Your parents listening, so I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't I don't even think I know. I don't think anyone say anything in in our games like that crazy. But 
well, my high school, we we would the other team we would chant if someone like broke up with their girlfriend, the girlfriend broke up with them, we would just chant their the ex girlfriend's name for like forty minutes. This is stupid. Oh, yeah, I, oh, one of the games I went to, um, I saw like, I saw some, uh, I forgot what game it was, but some dude, some dude in the uh, in the crowds had like some uh, somebody from the opposing team that had like their girlfriend's Instagram at on the paper, like on a big. <laughs> <laughs> on a big sheet of paper, and he wrote it down, and he just started pointing at it. And I think, I think that's, I think that's probably the craziest thing I've seen. So, kind of similar question to what I asked Carson, um, in terms of the quarterbacks that have kind of paved the way and and have started to kind of circle the Austin area on the map a little bit. Um, luckily for you, you do have some guys that have that have come through the area. Yeah. I know, like your dad said, y'all y'all aren't originally from here, but yeah. claiming the five one two now, you have Dylan Dessou having the year that he had. You have KJ Adams over. Yeah. Um, playing at playing at Kansas, you have Brock Cunningham, you have Will Baker. Yeah. Um, how much of inspiration are are is are those guys to you in terms of they've been literally where you're at and and are succeeding at the highest level? Um, it, I think it just kind of shows you like Austin. Austin does have talent too. Like I think a lot of people sleep on Austin. Like I think one of the reasons they do is because like people are from Austin, but they just like in the summer. Uh, they they play with like teams from Houston or Dallas. Like it doesn't really show you like. But you're still claiming Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't really show you how much talent Austin have because they're always like going to different cities, like with with better talent, I'd say, or what people think is better talent. But I think like me watching them, like them seeing like how far they've got from while being from Austin, I think it shows them like Austin is not really just like, like it's not really just like Texas capital. It's not like. It's also it also has a lot of athletes and stuff too. So, and and, and is that something uh, for for both of you guys? Real quick, Carson, bring you back in, um, Josiah. When when you get to the Division One level, and then Carson starting next year, how how important is it for you to 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 rep the five one two and like say like I'm from Austin, like I'm going to be competing for a starting job at FAU. I'm the kid from Austin, and and, and you like I'm. There is basketball in Austin, and you can see that through me. How important is it for y'all to kind of rep your city? Very important. I think like there's just so much talent here, and um, I just got to represent. And also, I'm going to be with Ben Ballard, who um, was at Hyde Park. Um, so yeah, just repping Austin. Yeah, I think it would be important too because a lot, of, like I said, a lot of people don't really think Austin is like. A lot of people think Austin is soft, and I used to think that for the longest time too. Like I would, I would never claim Austin. I would say, I, I would say I'm from LA, like for the longest time. But I think at this point, I'll probably say like I'm from Austin because I've been here most of my life too. And that's where like that's really where my journey got started. So people what do you say, think people say like where you grew, like people say like where you're from is like where you went to high school because that's like yeah, your that's, formative. Yeah. That's where you like yeah. grow up. You yeah. know, become a young man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, or a young woman out there. Uh, <laughs> but I just had a question just about what do you think that comes from that that idea of like Austin being soft, I guess you can say, or like lacking of talent. Um I think I think if you just see like if you just see like um like if you look at like the top athletes in like any sport, I don't think I don't think Austin will be like on their like where they're from. I think most of the if they're if they're anywhere from Texas, it'll probably be from like Dunkerville, from Houston or Dallas or something. I don't think a lot of like majority of the athletes will have Austin on there. Yeah, and, and I think especially in basketball, I mean, yeah. you think of all like the prep schools and, yeah. and things like that, and and like you mentioned, the AAU scene. There's no like something something Austin. It's all yeah. like something something Dallas. So, yeah. um, I, I think that's really cool that you're that you're gonna make it a point to kind of say like, no, I'm from I'm from Austin. You'd be like yeah. those UFC fighters where it's like from <laughs> Austin by way of LA or something like that. Yeah. And my last. Service in Austin, San Antonio has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for northwestern Hayes County, northwestern Travis County, until 8.30 p.m. Central Daylight Time. At 7.42 p.m. Central Daylight Time, a severe thunderstorm was located over Dripping Springs, moving northeast at 35 miles per hour. Hazard, quarter-size hail. Source, radar indicated. Impact, damage to vehicles is expected. Locations impacted include Austin, Cedar Park, Dripping Springs, Lee Ender, Lakeway, Lago Vista, The Cave, Westlake Hills, Hudson Bend, The Hills, Bear Creek, Martin Creek, Driftwood, Mansfield Dam, Jonestown, Briarcliff, Point Venture, Volant, Lost Creek, and Mount Gainer. 
A tornado watch remains in effect until 10 p.m. Central Daylight Time for South Central Texas. A tornado watch also remains in effect until 1 a.m. Central Daylight Time for South Central Texas. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. Large hail, damaging winds, and continuous cloud-to-ground lightning are occurring with this storm. Move indoors immediately. Lightning is one of nature's leading killers. Remember, if you can hear thunder, you are close enough to be struck by lightning. Has your ticket. Register now on the contest page at hornfm.com to win a pair of tickets to AEW Presents Dynamite Rampage. Wednesday, May 17th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Win tickets now at hornfm.com. Hi, folks. Craig Way here for my friends at Sharp Vision Modern LASIK. I have a suggestion for you. Why not stop putting off LASIK and invest in yourself this year? Think of all the time and money you'll save without the hassles of contacts and glasses. Right now is your time for life-changing LASIK. Sharp Vision is offering LASIK starting at $495 per eye and guaranteed financing. That's right. You can finance your LASIK and start living with clear, hassle-free vision today. Why not go online or give Sharp Vision a call and and schedule your free LASIK consultation. Voted Austin American Statesman's best of the best corrective eye surgeon three years in a row, Dr. Nicholas Lancaster and his team at Sharp Vision are ready to make your contacts and glasses a thing of the past. For LASIK starting at $4.95 per eye and guaranteed financing approval, go online or call to schedule your free consultation today. Sharp Vision Modern LASIK, official LASIK provider of Austin FC. If new Heineken Silver was at the invasion of Troy. Oh my, the Greeks sent us a big wooden horse. Oh no, it's full of armed and angry soldiers! And we only have these ice-cold Heineken Silvers to defend ourselves. Forget plundering. Let's party! Get all the taste, no bitter endings. Crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver. Only 3.2 grams of carbs and 95 calories. Order now at Heineken.com silver. Must be 21 and older to purchase. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. Flex. I'm not going to wait till the drop because the show will be over. Is it game time? It's time for uh, Carson Kruber. Uh, <laughs> game winning drive. It's time for Josiah Mosley. Yes, Go up the play. <laughs> it's time for Flex ATX, Zach Lucero, KB Corey, Nolan Hogan, Cameron Parker, Carson Kruber, Josiah Mosley. Some rapid fire questions for both of you. Josiah, if Carson Kruber was a basketball player, just looking at him right now, <laughs> what position do you think he would play and what do, we, what do you think his stat line would be like on the season? I think he would definitely play. Small forward and shooting guard. Um, he'll probably have like little three and D guy. Yeah, thirty points off threes. Okay. Uh, oh, it's just a corner guy. Huh? <laughs> no. He just he's yeah, just trying just to be a, nice because he knows just, I'm gonna ask you the same thing. Yeah. He's trying to be nice. <laughs> just a, just a corner center. Um, yeah. like seven steals, um, zero dribbles. <laughs> just straight catch and shoot. That's all. Just straight catch and shoot. Just the hustle guy. Yeah. All right, Carson. I see it. If Josiah suited up for you guys, St. Michael's last year. What position would you have him at? And then like what do you think he'd be what do you think he'd be doing? Tight end, outside receiver, twelve catches, two hundred yards, three touchdowns <laughs> probably. Dude, if if Josiah Mosley was playing wide out, that's ridiculous. Exactly, bro. That's a have mismatch a, every I don't time. know how fast you are, but I mean you got the size and I know you're It depends if he's so. got the Clark Kent's on or off. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um favorite post game victory, post game. First, I want to say, like, thing to eat at home, like you tell your parents to make or something like that. What's your favorite post-game meal, Carson? Uh, probably a peanut butter honey sandwich. Oh, and some milk. Wow. Um, after every, after every, almost every game, we uh, the team probably went to Chick Fil A. Well, something. What, what, what's something you eat at at home though? Oh, something I eat at home probably. I like beef and broccoli a lot. And then Carson, your favorite post-game fast food place? Whatever. Water, that, that's that's, that's the, yeah, that's the football. Mine, mine is in and out. 
I get tired of Chick Fil A a lot, and I like to eat In and Out. Oh, you're an LA kid, so you're yeah. In and Out over Whataburger. Yeah, I'm, I don't really, I don't think Whataburger is very. What? I think I think Whataburger, I think Whataburger is the place you go to because it, it's open like twenty four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's yeah. open like <laughs> super late. Hours. So I think that's why. I, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll just go to it like. Are the fries like? Come on, bro. You can't say the fries are good. Okay, the fries are mid. Okay, yeah. cool. Just make sure. <laughs> They're not bad. No, if if in, and out, in and out fries, though. In and out fries. That's, that's mid. That's what we're talking about. That's talking less about than mid. Okay, fries in and out fries. Are I'm talking about in and out fries. Yeah, in and out fries are mid. Yeah. Okay, They're not. Okay, They're not okay. super good. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite video game right now, Josiah. Um, probably Mortal Kombat. Wow. Oh. Your button master. Who's your Who's your main? No. Uh, new Cyber. Okay. I don't I've know the, that is. No one, no one on the team can hold me in Mortal Kombat. That's tough. Carson? Yeah, just Madden. Madden. Are you are you like a like read the defense guy? Like cause you're a quarterback or you are you play like the cheese plays? Uh I mean <laughs> cheese plays. Like, nice. It's just one play that I just run the You whole just time. run the cover two beaters and <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. Are are you a ultimate team guy or are you like a franchise guy? No, I I don't play ultimate team. So really? I, just, I don't yeah. either. I just play with the teams and play exhibitions. Yeah. What is fun. your team? Um, probably the Bills, so I can yeah, yeah. scramble with Josh Allen. <laughs> um, okay, so that's a good transition to my next one. If you could compare your game to any NFL or or, or college quarterback, who would you compare your game to? Justin Herbert. Oh, nice. You got a couple inches on you, but I see it. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, same question for you. If you could compare your game to any NBA or our college basketball player, who would it be? Um, I think. I'll probably play the most, like, AD. I think that's what I play the most, like, but I'm trying to get to where, like, I play, like, Giannis a little bit more. I don't really like playing, like... I don't you just be hanging by your arms to get your yeah, arms longer Yeah, I don't really want to play, like, AD, yeah. Yeah, what's the difference, in your opinion, between playing, like, Giannis and AD? I Being think, healthy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Staying on the court. <laughs> I think Giannis is a lot more active. He's a lot more, like, uh, dominant in games. Um, He's also, like, more of, like... He's also more of a guard than AD. AD just has, like... I think AD just has, like, a, a better shot. That's really it. All right. Um, this off season, I want to improve in my game. Blank, Carson. Uh, I'm just going through rehab, so that's. that's <laughs> wanna, the so you want to improve your you want to improve your knee? Yes. For <laughs> but sure. but any, if there, if there was anything um, that you're like, okay, I really want to work on this before uh, the season comes back around at at FAU, it would be what? I think just getting smarter, making better decisions, um, and then scrambling more. Um, and then for you, I think me is uh, my my perimeter defense and playing out on the perimeter more because um, I usually played in like the low post, the mid range area, a lot this year. I think I want to get better like playing more like a guard. Josiah, looking ahead to next season in the Centex area, what teams do you think are really going to stand out and be among the top of the best teams in the Centex area? I know you guys are losing a lot of people, but I mean yeah. that goes for every high school. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're definitely we're still going to be the best in syntax. I think Sony Friends is still going to be the best. Um, I think Lake Travis is going to be good. Um, Westlake, I think Westlake is going to be. They have a young team, so they're probably they're still probably going to be good too. Um, I think those are probably going to be the top three, top three best teams in syntax. That's so cool to be like mm-hmm. talk about Westlake, Lake Travis, and Stony Point. Have your name yeah. in there, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a question to follow yeah. up with him trying to improve your perimeter defense. Do you think that's because you can see yourself in college may have to make yeah. that transition to the three or the two? Yeah, I feel like in college I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the tallest player on the team, so I'm gonna have to play like the three. So I'm gonna have to be able to guard on the perimeter, play on the perimeter more. So yeah. Um, talking about college, um, what is your kind of recruiting process been like? Cause I, um, I mean, I, I I feel like, um. Hudson Greer is the name that everyone knows in the yeah. area. It has the Texas offer. Yeah. Um. But you're you're talked about just right up there with Hudson Greer, but yeah. it just hasn't seemed like the offers have been there yet. So yeah. what has your recruiting process been like, um, and what are you looking for in a college? Yeah. Um. Well, my goal is to go to a par five, a par five college. Um. I mean, it's been going well. Like, colleges have been contacting me. It's just, it's just like. They haven't really been down here to see like my game yet, so I can't really like I can't really say anything, do anything about it. I mean, it good it does get frustrating, but like, uh, I think I just like have to take it slow because I think I know that it will come. So, and then for you, Carson, um, seeing Josiah, hearing him kind of go through the same thing that you're going through, like the offers aren't where where you wanted them to be. 
Um, you, you had some success. If you could give Carson, or if you could give Josiah some advice, having gone through the recruiting process yourself, um, what what's something that that you think could help him out a little bit? I think just get better each and every day, and just never stop believing. That's what I did. There's always the next day, and every day's the today is the most important day, and yeah. then tomorrow to that today is the next most important day. So if if that's what you're looking at every day. The chips will fall. Yeah, I think my brain hurt. Does that? Does your dad take you that every morning? <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I used to get that in high school, and he used to say, "Every today is to the next today, and that tomorrow." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go, if you could go pro in any sport, mm. not your own, oh, and not his sport, what sport would it be? Baseball, I guess. What position? Outfield. Because right, of money, or what? yours is a little bit harder uh, because yeah, you, yeah, can't pick, you can't pick basketball or football. Yeah, my, mine is harder. Um, You'd be like a UFC fighter or like a horseback rider. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> Olympics maybe. maybe? You go to the Olympics. I, I say if I could, I probably I probably be do track. I think. Oh. Yeah. What? Event. Long and triple jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I actually did that last year. Have um, you tried high jump? No, I couldn't do. I think I couldn't. I don't know how to do like the little back. How people uh, yeah. the arch your back? Yeah, like the kick back your feet over. Yeah. yeah, all I all I knew was how to like scissor over the bar, and I think the highest I got was just like six three, so I wasn't able to really do it. That's still kind of high. That's though. that's pretty high but to be scissor kicking. Last over. one, <laughs> last one for you, Carson. Really quick, uh, the thing you'll miss the most about high school football. Um, just you guys covering us. Honestly, it's like just coming home seeing like stuff on Instagram um, but also just the relationships and um, there's nothing like Friday nights alright your shout outs before you go thank you again for pulling up yeah thank you guys for having me um, shout out to my physical therapist Declan um, shout out to my parents and coach T-Bob Josiah Mosley thanks for pulling up it's about time yeah. glad to meet you <laughs> and the folks uh, who are you shouting out to um, well first I want to shout out coach Thompson coach Saunders coach Bunsen um, the whole team. I want to shout out one of our managers, Breno. Um, I think his his music name is Bryn, with an exclamation mark. He makes really good music. Um, he shout uh, Sonic Queen Basketball out on some of his songs too. Y'all should go listen to him for real. KV Corey, thanks for pulling up. Quick shout outs. Uh, shout out the Village Church. Nolan Hogan. Uh, shout out my family. Shout out my dad. Shout out my boy David. He's repping Flex. He's got the bumper sticker. And he was at Walmart the other day and got noticed. Shout out Walmart. Uh, Cameron, quick shout outs. Former McNeil and Westwood Lacrosse player Kate McDonald was just named first team all conference at Southwestern for lacrosse. So congrats to Kate. Shout out you guys. Shout out y'all too for pulling up. Shout out the Flex fam. Shout out all my G. Shout out God. Shout out gang. Light the Tower with Craig Way and Jeff Howe. Here's my thing with the Avatar movies. I don't know what it's supposed to make me feel or what I'm supposed to reevaluate in my life. They're good, but it's just like there's just a lot of hidden themes in there that I got Are you go. supposed to reevaluate your life? I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. James Cameron's awful proud of his stuff, I'll yeah. say that much. Yeah. And he yeah. wants you to be proud. Well, he did Terminator 2, so I mean, as long as he's got that on his resume, we're good. Weekdays 10 to noon on the horn at qc kinetics we have story after story of patients freed from agonizing pain through amazing regenerative treatments but this one well it's extra special my father who is 70 years old had both of his knees worn out he went to an orthopedic surgeon who said you need both of your knees operated on we can book you for next week but dr daniel Suckerman, a qc kinetics medical director knew he had other options i had him come to qc kinetics we treated both of his knees using our protocols with regenerative medicine within a few months he was back to walking a few months later he was at the gym exercising three times a week he can keep up with our three and a half year old little girl no surgery no complicated rehab or downtime. It's completely life-changing for him. You have options too. Before they whisk you away to surgery, slow down. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics. 512-593-4303. That's 512-593-4303. 512-593-4303.
Shop local and help keep our economy growing. This message from Wrangler Roofing and Exteriors in Austin. Locally owned, operated, and serving the area with quality and pride. Specializing in roof leak repair, hail damage restoration, or a full roof replacement and more. They do it all. Call today for a free estimate at 512-351-5402, 512-351-5402, or visit WranglerRoofers.com. That's Wrangler Roofing and Exteriors, on the air and proud supporters of our local businesses. PPD Austin is looking for healthy adults to participate in research studies. It's simple. Volunteers are paid for their time and can work online or attend classes during their stay. Average study pays around $450 per night. If you're a healthy adult and interested, contact PPD Austin today to find out how you might qualify. What will you do with the compensation you earn at PPD? Learn more at meandppd.com. Meandppd.com. Diamonds Direct's biggest sale all year is going on now with an extra 20% savings, an expanded selection, in-store designer appearances, and special financing. Imagine 20% off Diamonds Direct's already value prices on rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and thousands of engagement ring mounting. Meet the designers who've flown in with all new collections for spring. It's the most exciting event all year with extreme savings and exceptional value. Don't miss this once-a-year jewelry extravaganza. Details, showroom hours, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. 